0: A fight, begin. Welcome to It's Real To Us, The Wrestling Podcast. Featuring your host, Anthony the Mark, Nate Diggity Dog, and Tony the Father. What's going on you guys? And welcome to It's Real To Us, The Wrestling Podcast. As a reminder, you can find us on Instagram, X, TikTok, and now YouTube at It's Real to Us. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, people. We need support. Whether that's a like, whether that's a comment, whether you share, or whether you're just listening to the show, we really appreciate all your support. Now, on today's show, we will review and discuss the December 4th edition of Monday Night Raw. And for the first time, we are going to debut our debate section. It's going to be a lot of intense takes and a lot of... Back and forth conversation, but if you happen to miss Raw this past week, don't worry about it, because we got Nate Diggity Dog, Tony the Father, and yours truly, here to break down everything that you might have missed. Honest Abe McIntyre only tells the truth, so we should have known he was going to kick Sami Zayn's ass. Compassion be damned, the former Braveheart showed no mercy attacking Zayn's injured leg.
1: Every man dies. But not every man lives I told you two fucking idiots Sammy
0: had no shot The truth will set you free Drew McIntyre defeats Sammy Zayn
2: Partners turned bitter enemies
0: squared off When Naya, I'm not a monster
2: Crossed Shayna Baszler off her hit list With another clean win Out came Becky Lynch Whoa Looking for a fight But Naya decided to save that for another day
1: Becky, you just made the list The artist Shinsuke Nakamura painted a canvas illustrating why he's targeting Cody Rhodes. The canvas revealed two Spider-Man pointing at each other. Two Peter Parkers? Both Rhodes and Nakamura won the Royal Rumble and failed to win at WrestleMania. In other words, they're both losers. Cody Rhodes vs. Shinsuke Nakamura Part 1 coming to a theater near you next week on Raw.
0: In a two out of three falls match, Ludwig Kaiser spent a lot of money on a handful of tights for the first fall. Now don't be
1: sad, don't be sad, cause, cause two out
0: of three ain't bad. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa remind everyone that you can do it yourself and come back to win the match. DIY defeats Imperium. In the women's tag division, Kate and Linda Carter that's the real
1: Wonder Woman for you, Utes. And Katana Chance, the rapper, spit some wonderful bars against Tegan Knock and Natty. Fire up the invisible jet. Carter and Chance sword a victory.
2: The Creed brothers were laying off the carbs when they took on Judgment Day Light, Dominic Mysterio, and JD McDonough. Eminem, McDonough, and Mysterio were not afraid to take a stand. But maybe they should have been because Brutus's balls are bigger than both of them combined. Julius and Brutus Creed
0: defeat J.D. Light with the Brutus Ball. Seth Rogen Rollins wanted to burn <laughs> Jay Uso's World Heavyweight Championship dreams down in the main event of Raw. Jey's superkick spears, and splashes all weren't enough as Rollins stomped Uso's title hopes into the ground and retained the gold. But in a quest for freedom, Drew William Wallace McIntyre returned, shooting lightning bolts from his arse and stood tall to end the show. That was the December 4th Fastest Raw Recap. Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Real to Us. I'm Anthony, now the Mark Paciello, joined as always by Nate Diggity Dog. Hey, buddy. How are you? And, of course, Tony the Father. How's everybody doing today? Doing quite well, actually. You had a good day? I had a great day, actually. I got to spend pretty much the entire day with my friend Nathan, we ate some chicken wings. Yeah. Nice, nice. You guys hung out all day, huh? Yeah. Did you hear that Fastest Recap just now? Yeah. We wrote it. That's a Nathan Anthony special. Nathan gets his first writing card on this Dude, show. I good love job. it. You a good job. Good yeah, job. I appreciate it. appreciate it. How are you doing today, Nate? I'm doing good. You know what I've been
2: doing lately? I've been watching a lot of sitcoms. It got me going. What are the best sitcoms? My favorite?
1: I'd probably say Friends is my favorite. What about you guys? I watch it every night now, the reruns, Two and a Half Men. I love that show.
2: But you liked it better, obviously, with Charlie Sheen over Ashton Kutcher,
1: right? Yeah, definitely Charlie made the show. It was good with Austin, but not as good. You just can't really look at it as
0: the same show because it's not.
1: When I was younger, I was Charlie Sheen. I drank, I chased women. And you know what's funny about this show? When I got older, I became Alan. <laughs> How do you say My ex-wife married this guy, Alex. I love the guy. I'm Alan. He's her. We get along great. I like him better than my ex-wife. The other day, I had nothing to do. I called my ex-wife.
0: as Mindy, put Alex on. Hey, Alex, what are you doing? You want to go get a drink? (laughs) Mindy must have not been happy about this. She uh, hosted Thanksgiving, invited everybody over. We all had a great time. Nothing but love. It's all good. I still can't believe you compared yourself to Charlie. Charlie, she drank a lot. Five
1: days a week. Drugs really? and booze From almost 18 years old up until 26 Five days a week And I'm not lying Drunk, drugs, girls How are you alive? That's what I want to know First thing before you go wild. Everybody got their grandma coke in their wallet Yeah, we got it Okay, let's go It was just a wild fucking scene Back when was I was young. It was normal younger. back then Where now it's not as normal I firmly believe I wouldn't have been alive If there wasn't AIDS If AIDS didn't come out it slowed everything down. It put everything in a fucking stop. Are you, you would have gotten AIDS if it didn't come out? No, it was a crazy lifestyle. Back in the day, you get drunk, you try to get laid, and if not, you get in a fight. And that's the way it was. I was always drunk. I either got laid,
0: and most of the time I was in a fight. I guess we're not going to talk about Seinfeld at this point. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> There's nothing else to say other than, let's talk about Monday Night Raw, let's right? Let's do it, baby! So, the show kicked off with Drew McIntyre, who came out and basically said... All I do is tell the truth, and I'm going to tell you some more truth. Sami Zayn deserved to get screwed over by the bloodline because he helped the bloodline, and then he turned his back on him. Tony, you look like you want to say something. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. Tony is referring to the fact that last week on this show, he said Drew McIntyre was going to obliterate and destroy Sami Zayn, and that's exactly what he did. It's real to us.
1: Acknowledge me. Do I have to acknowledge him? I killed it. I was right on about how Drew is going to be a heel, how Drew is going to kick Sami Zayn's ass where someone said, oh, no, Sami will put up a good fight. He'll hold his own. It's Sami Zayn. I hit it right on the head.
2: I agree with you. You did hit it right on the head. It's very upsetting. It looks like they may be writing all Sami Zayn for a couple weeks, maybe get a surprise Rumble appearance from him. I don't want to say they buried Zayn, but they kind of did. I mean, Sami Zayn had
1: some offense, but not much. It was mostly Drew, just dominant. Sami Zayn is a guy that's going to go
0: up and down. He's not going to stay relevant forever. He's a guy that's going to take a lot of pins right now. So his career has been trending up. It seems as if he is on the bit of a downswing right now because he's being used as a building block for Drew McIntyre. So just a little bit of context. Zayn tweaked his leg and McIntyre, without a second of hesitation, went for the leg and really, really injured Sami Zayn. Nathan mentioned they're writing him off the show, possibly. We might not see Zayn until the Rumble. What does this really do? Does this help Drew
1: McIntyre that much? Sami's loved by the crowd. If Drew's going to turn heel... What's the best guy to take out? Somebody that the crowd loves. No, I
2: agree. Taking him out is okay, but Drew dominated the match. They're trying to get him over, but I just think you don't need to
0: sabotage Sammy that much. They're not sabotaging him, so Sami Zayn has been working like a dog going back until WrestleMania last year. They were obviously going to give him some time off, so why not elevate Drew, make it look like he gets... Viciously hurt, and then when Sammy comes back, he's got that much more support because a) people are excited to see him because I haven't seen him in a while, and b) he's overcoming an injury, and c) he's going back after Drew McIntyre. I think this ultimately leads to maybe a program between McIntyre and Zayn after the Rumble. Who knows? Maybe into WrestleMania. I think you might see Sammy Zayn take a little bit of backseat. And maybe you're going to partner him back up with Jey Uso and he'll take another run at the title. Well, we'll get to Jey Uso, but for now let's shift gears and let's talk about the women's division. Because Nia Jax continued her recent trend of absolutely dominating. She defeated Shayna Baszler this past week, adding her former tag team partner to the list of Zoe Stark and Raquel Rodriguez as women's. She's conquered over the last couple weeks. And then after the match, here comes the man, Becky Lynch. So my question to you guys is, are you excited to see Nia versus Becky? And who do we think comes out of that match? I think Nia, they're trying to push her for one reason.
1: They want her to fight Rhea in Australia. Did you guys know
0: Naya's Australian? Wait,
2: Naya's Australian?
0: WWE messed up, too, when they posted congratulating Rhea Ripley on being the first Australian to win a championship. And then Nia commented back, you guys need to fact check this. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, so that's your match in Australia. It has to be Nia versus Rhea. So
2: you don't think we get that at the Rumble? You think they wait another two months?
1: That's in February. Three months. Excuse me. I think they'll wait to do that match. There's no need to put Naya against Rhea right now. You can wait. There's plenty of opponents for Nia. That's why Becky is stepping up. So
2: let me ask you a question, Tony. Do you think Nia beats Becky whenever they face?
1: If the plan is Nia to fight Rhea in Australia, she will not lose until
0: Australia.
2: So then my question is, who's Rhea fighting at the Rumble?
0: She might not be fighting anybody at the Rumble. She wasn't on Raw this past week. That's right. Where is she? She's taking a little hiatus. I don't know. She might not defend it because you got two Royal Rumble matches. You're probably going to get a Roman defense against Randy, right? Intercontinental Championship. Logan Paul, the winner of the tournament.
2: So you don't think we see a Rhea Rumble appearance this year? which
1: I consider one of the top three events in WWE she's not going to fight. You might see Rhea at the Rumble, but
0: she won't be fighting at the Rumble. Especially if the plan is for Nia and Becky to fight at the Rumble.
1: Rhea could come out at that match or something. She could be at the Rumble, but I don't think she's going to fight at the Rumble. I think you'll see her at the Rumble, but I don't think she's going to participate in a match at the Rumble.
0: I like the idea of Nia versus Rhea in Australia.
1: You know, we got to hope that Nia doesn't hurt herself. Or hurt somebody else before the Rumble. She almost killed Baynes. She fell on her fucking head.
0: She did fall on her head. Didn't look pretty.
1: I want to see Rhea have her Hulk Hogan moment when she slams Nia Jax. Like when Andre got slammed by Hogan. That would be great.
0: Okay, well, until then, let's talk about what I think might be the funniest thing on Raw currently. And that is... R-Truth's growing presence within the Judgment Day. So over the last couple of weeks, R-Truth has been hanging around the Judgment Day thinking he's a part of the group. And this past week, not only was he in their locker room again trying to get a black and white TV with one of those big boxes on the end. It wasn't even like a flat screen. And he came down to ringside for Dominic and JD McDonough's match. So what do you guys think about R-Truth and his involvement in the Judgment Day?
2: I love it. I think it's been great. TV, I love that they haven't beaten the crap out of him yet because you know that's going to happen. R-Truth is so entertaining, so nice to see him back in WWE. See,
1: I got to disagree. I hate it, and I'm going to tell you why. I look at R-Truth as he's a Hall of Fame wrestler, but he's too funny, he's too comic. I don't want to see that with Judgment Day because Judgment Day has that dark, mysterious,
0: tough, and if you inject the comedy into it, I think it's going to ruin the Judgment Day. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. I understand your point. I think it lessens the intensity of the Judgment Day when he's around. You're not taking them as serious considering that they're letting him get away with the stuff he's gotten away with so far. But remember, Mommy wasn't on Raw. So when Rhea comes back, who we all think is the supposed leader of the Judgment Day, what does she do? Maybe she kicks the crap out of R-Truth herself. So we'll see what happens there. I personally love it. I think it's a lot of fun, and it gets Our truth involved. R-Truth's next movie is going to be a manager for somebody. I like to see that. Maybe it's the Judgment Day. So let's just go on into the tag team match while we're talking about it. So R-Truth came down and he was supporting Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough in their tag team match against the Creed Brothers. And the Creed Brothers, as we all know, will be challenging Damien Priest and Finn Balor for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. So, Nathan, did you think that this was like a preview? It could be a preview to what is to come. If the Creed Brothers actually win, if they are going to beat Judgment Day, this is how it's going to be. But it's not a preview because J.D. McDonough and Dominic Mysterio are the 3-4 guys in Judgment Day, and now the Creek Brothers are going up against 1-2. It wasn't a preview. Could be a preview. You're they got the a... B team. They got the JV team. The JV team is still very good. Dominic Mysterio is the North American champion.
2: That's
1: not nothing. He's not in the same class as Finn and Damian. Come on. I disagree. I think he could be in the same class. He's a champion, too. Yeah, but he gets his ass kicked always, unless they're protecting him. If he's on his own, he always gets fucking killed.
0: Also, J.D. McDonough is the Judgment Day's resident spot guy. I'll give you that, yeah. But to say Dominic is nothing, he is a champ. He's a North American champ. That doesn't mean nothing, Anthony. Nobody said he was nothing, but he's the three guy in Judgment Day. It's Damian Priest, Finn Balor, then it's what Well, Dominic they don't pres- have
2: guys like that. They're all equal. Have you not
1: heard the Judgment Day? They all say they're equal. They can all say they're equal, but we as fans know who's better than who. They're like the Irish. When England had war back in the day, send the Irish. They sent the Irish in to get slaughtered. That's what they are. They're the Irish. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're the pawns.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: just saying that if the Creed brothers do pull off a victory, it will look something like this. They dominated, they looked
0: incredible. I think they have a real shot to beat Finn Balor and Damian Priest. No the chance. They dominated because they played the B team, the JV team. Now they're going up against the actual champions. They have a match, but are they going to win? Yes, absolutely. To say that they don't have a shot
2: is ridiculous. They've looked incredible for months now. Okay? Against who? Against DIY, against New Day, who arguably are the greatest tag teams of all time.
1: Okay? New Day is all day now.
2: That doesn't mean anything. They still are the, the, what,
1: 13-time tag team champions? In comes the mark. They're actually 12. Those pancakes are stale, Nate. (laughs) They're not stale. How dare you? They're fucking dry, Nate. No syrup, (laughs) butter, nothing. I love the New Day, but call it like it is. Getting a pin against them is a big deal. Did you ever eat a dry
2: pancake? No, who eats a dry fucking pancake? They get stuck in your throat
1: and you gag them out. That's what they are right
2: now. No, they're not. They're still the New Day. They could definitely be a tag champion in the future again. I'll say it right here. They are... The greatest tag team of all time in WWE So to get a pin against them Means a lot
0: What have you done for me lately? I think that is a perfect place to leave it gentlemen Oh my god ELE everybody love everybody I I don't know it's kind of hard here Anthony So we're going to move on from the tag team division We're going to talk about two of the most high profile Singles competitors on Raw And that's Shinsuke Nakamura and Cody Rhodes And we found out this past week Shinsuke Nakamura Is
1: that his music?
0: Uh, Shinsuke uh, 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 uh,
2: Cody Rhodes
0: Anyway Nakamura (laughs) revealed that he has been targeting Cody Rhodes after he sprayed him with mist So this week we got to figure out why Shinsuke And Cody have very, very similar stories in the fact they both won the Royal Rumble and failed to win at WrestleMania. So because of that, Shinsuke doesn't want Cody to climb back up the mountain. He wants him to sit and suffer at the bottom of the mountain with him, I guess. Seems like he's kind of jealous that Cody Rhodes is still on top. When Shinsuke won the Rumble,
2: he was one of the biggest things in WWE. He went on to WrestleMania and fought AJ Styles and lost. Since then, I mean, Shinsuke has not been the status he was Back then. So I think he's a little jealous. It's going to be an interesting match. Cody never gets pinned. So is Shinsuke going to beat him? They're going to give him the push? Or is this just another roadblock for Cody that
0: he's going to succeed and pin Shinsuke? Shinsuke turned immediately when he lost AJ Styles at WrestleMania, right? Cody Rhodes, he stood the course. He stood face. He hasn't blamed anybody. He's taken accountability and he's fighting his way back. So maybe Shinsuke in a way despises him because of that, but... Either way, they announced that this match is going to take place next week on Raw. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it's the next move. He just went through the Alpha Academy,
1: so it's a good move for him. He's taking a shot. He's going after Rhodes. He's going to lose. He might spray something in his eye, and he gets a cheap win or a disqualification. I don't know. But at the end of the day, Cody Rhodes is going to end up pinning him. Next week, you don't see it ending clean, is, is what I got from that. No, not the first time. I don't think it'll be clean. I think somehow it's going to carry to another week or two. Yeah, Cody's not taking a pin from Nakamura. Forget about it. It's not happening. Nate Dogg, what's Forget up? Forget about
0: it. Forget about it? I don't know, man. Forget about it. It feels like they both need the win right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I think Shinsuke's arguably the hottest he's been... Since he won the Royal Rumble in 2018.
2: Really? I mean, he had a couple of main event matches for the championship.
0: I felt like that reestablished him as a threat. And then over the last couple of months, he's been the threat we thought he could be. Taking out Ricochet, Bronson Reed, all of the Alpha Academy. Now, he's primed to take out a top-tier guy in Cody Rhodes. I would like to see Shinsuke somehow pick up the win. I don't know how. I'm with you on that. But if you're gonna have Cody face Roman at Mania,
1: he can't take a pin to Shinsuke right now. He might get a win on a countdown or a disqualification. He's got the new character going on that's scaring people. So even if
0: he loses, he'll carry that character with him. He'll be all right. Nakamura is taking the pin. We shall see. No reason to speculate on it now because it'll be here before we know it. So the only other thing I really wanted to talk about in detail was the main event because oh boy, was it a good one. Best match of the night, clearly. Easily the best match of the night. It might have been the best match of the week. So you had Jey Uso versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. A face-versus-face dynamic. The two went back and forth through everything that they had each other. I'm talking spears, stomps, super kicks on both parties, pedigrees, pedigrees, splashes. This match had it all. I was entertained from start to finish, and ultimately, Seth Rollins won the match clean. After the fact, Drew McIntyre showed up, went berserk, took out Rollins, took out Uso, put Uso through a table, and said, the truth shall set you free. So let's dive on into this, boys. Where do we want to start?
2: It was nice to see the match finish clean. I love that, but... It seems like we're going to get a Drew versus Jay, maybe at the Rumble. Maybe we get it next week on
1: Raw, but they're definitely going to have a few. Top five match of the year, I think, Seth and Jay. Ooh, I don't know Top five
0: that. match of the year. The match was incredible. Maybe you could say best match of the year for Raw or on free television. I like how WWE did this. They let Seth and Jay go at it. The crowd fully got invested. There were a couple of points where I thought Jay was legitimately going to win the title. So... Great match. And then to have Drew come and attack Jay at the end makes the most sense in the world. I don't know what happens and who challenges Seth next. Though. It's got to be Drew because Jay just lost, unless you're going to bring CM Punk back to Raw. But if you're not,
1: it's got to be Drew. He went berserk. Like I said last week after Raw, he's going to beat the shit out of Sammy. Then he's going to take whoever's in his way. I think what's going to happen, he's going to get a one on one match with Jay. He's going to beat Jay. And at the Rumble, you're going to see Seth. And Drew.
2: I'm calling this right now. I think we're going to have Drew Seth at the Rumble. I think Seth wins, and I think we get a Damian Priest cash-in. And Damian Priest is
0: going to be the new champion. Wow. I almost forgot Damian Priest was money in the bank.
2: And I think that's what WWE wants, and I think that's why it happens at the Rumble.
1: Seth and Drew at the Rumble, but Drew is going to take the title off of Seth at the Rumble.
0: So we've been talking about this for a long time now. Drew McIntyre does not have a contract after WrestleMania. His heel persona right now is fantastic, and I love everything he's doing. But in terms of what WWE has planned for him, he's not locked up after WrestleMania. Why are we gonna be building him up? Up until and through WrestleMania.
1: Why not give him the title at the Royal Rumble? If you're not going to sign him, you take
0: it off of him at WrestleMania. And then out the door he goes. Because you know he's leaving, you know he's going to lose at WrestleMania. I hate to say it because I loved you and I love his heel character right now. I just think, unfortunately, he's going to be one of the guys who's left high and dry with nothing to do. So I've... you don't think he's going to do anything at Mania? Dude, he's not even on the Royal Rumble. Poster. He's not in their plans right now, which is a mistake because... What are because- talking
1: about he's not in their plans right now? He's the fucking hottest one right now. He's got the biggest story right now going. He's the hottest wrestler in fucking WWE right now. What do you mean he's not in their plans? Of course he's in their plans.
0: I just... Don't see a world in which he takes the title off Rollins. But, hey, maybe I'm wrong. I would like to be wrong. I like McIntyre. Do you see a world where he faces Rollins at the Rumble? Oh, absolutely. I, he could face Rollins at the Rumble. I could see a triple threat between he, Uso, and Rollins. I just don't think he wins. So that's enough about that, I think. Some other things to mention that happened on the show we didn't really get to. DIY defeated Imperium in a two-out-of-three falls match. Very, very entertaining match. Giovanni Vinci looked fantastic. Fantastic. Just some great tag team wrestling yeah, all in all. I mean, uh, Raw has a really good tag team mm-hmm. division. And then elsewhere in the women's division, Keenan Carter and Katana Chance beat Tegan Knox and Natalya, and they will presumably be next in line for a WWE women's tag team title match against Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. So, whatever. They're like circus acrobats. They're very quick, they're, they
1: move around, they fly around the ring.
0: But at the end of the day, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, this was an entertaining match, but I don't care about any of the teams involved. Nah, I'm not a fan of this either. So. Anything else that we want to talk about from Raw?
2: Oh, uh, do we want to mention the uh, backstage with Seth Rollins and Adam Pearce? Sure, why not? Nate, you want to just go ahead and set that up? Sure. We were backstage. Adam Pearce basically told Seth Rollins that he's going to do whatever he
0: can to make sure CM Punk signs with Raw. Hinting at the idea that there's going to be a match between them down the line. So Tony's point might be proven incorrect. Yeah. How I agree. How you feel about that, Tony? I
1: still think Seth Rollins hates him, and until I see some evidence that it's all a work, I'm gonna stick to my story. Sorry, guys. All right. Who's been hot with all the predictions?
2: Me. I don't know. I got, I got a couple on, on point.
1: You had a to
0: do the bowl of mayhem. You know, shit. All right. fuck you, Tony. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we are going to debut our first ever debate segment. So stick around; you're not gonna want to miss that. Hey, everyone. Today's episode is sponsored by Doing Nothing. Sometimes we don't want to work, sometimes we don't want to hang out, and sometimes all we want to do is nothing. And believe it or not, that's okay. If you need a lazy day at home in bed, remember to treat yourself and that it's okay to be lazy once in a while. And while you're in bed, you can finish the rest of this podcast. So let's get to it. Okay, we are back for our first ever debate section, and it only makes sense that we debate who we think should win this year's Royal Rumble match. Let's just get right down to it. Nate, who do you have winning this match and why? I have Gunther
2: winning the Royal Rumble. Last year, he had one of the best showings in Rumble history. He was number one. He was down to the final two with Cody Rhodes. So I think bringing back that story from last year would be awesome. Also, we have to talk about it. Gunther's been on the main roster for almost a year and a half, two years now. Has not been pinned. So if he wins that, he goes after Roman. You have two big shots. Roman, who hasn't lost the championship in three years, versus Gunther, who is yet to be pinned in WWE. I think it would be a great match and wonderful for WWE. It's
0: also very smart, and it fits Gunther's character, that he started one last year in the Royal Rumble, made it all the way to the end, and got eliminated. That he would come back this year, completely understand the complexities and nuances of the Royal Rumble, and then win after coming just short of... From a year ago. So I don't hate the pick at all. Personally, I have CM Punk winning the Royal Rumble. I think that you capitalize on the momentum of Punk's return and you push him towards Seth Rollins in the World Heavyweight Championship. Build upon that war game situation where Seth Rollins was cursing out Punk. You have that, is it real? Is it fake animosity? And I think it would just be a perfect story and a perfect opportunity to give two guys the headline of WrestleMania who have never had it. There's only one guy that's
1: going to win the Rumble this year. It's the Scottish warrior, Drew McIntyre. The man's on a mission. He just became the biggest heel in WWE. There's no stopping the guy. I can see the guy coming in number one in the Rumble and going right through the whole crowd. He's the man right now. I would put Drew as favorite for the Rumble right now.
0: But he doesn't have a contract after WrestleMania. How can you put him as the favorite to go on to WrestleMania if there's no guarantee he'll be around the night after WrestleMania? As of
1: now, he doesn't have a contract. It doesn't mean tomorrow or next week or the month later. They're not going to let this guy walk away. He's a top 10 wrestler right now in the country. Between AEW and WWE, he's top 10, 15 guy. You're going to let him walk away? There's no way. He's going to get signed. He'll get signed. You watch. They got plenty of money. They're bringing in guys, CM Punk, all those guys.
0: I'm just saying that's a big speculatory pick. CM Punk just came back. There's this overwhelming amount of support behind him. I, I don't know. I just think that's a bit of a out-there pick.
1: Listen, Endeavor's got a lot of money. They got deep pockets. They just cut a bunch of guys from production and shit like that. So believe me, they're going to sign the guy.
0: That one felt personal. Was that a jab at you? It did feel like a jab. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs>
2: Someone that we haven't talked about who I think is probably the leader to win it is Cody. So, Cody Rhodes is on Raw right now. So, how do you get him to face Roman? He has to win the Rumble. I don't see any other way to face Roman at at Mania. That's that's how I
0: feel about it. So, hold on. Wait a minute. Do you have Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble? Or do you have... I want Gunther, but I think Cody's winning. Okay. All right. Well, who do you want to win the Royal Rumble? Let us know at x instagram twitter tiktok at it's real to us and if you have any fantasy booking options we'd also like to hear that seriously like any interaction possible would be great you could even just like a comment it's the least you could do so check us out but now we're going to talk about logan paul and la Knight. Which one of these two superstars has more potential? Oh, Logan Paul by far. He's
1: a lot younger, number one. Logan Paul has a social following. He's a boxer. Probably 10 to 1 people know Logan Paul over L.A. Knight.
2: I couldn't disagree with you more, Tony, and this is why. Logan Paul is a part-timer. L.A. Knight is there each and every week, and the crowd loves him. Okay, Logan Paul is hated by the crowd.
1: But the crowd knows Logan Paul more than L.A. Knight outside of the wrestling ring. That's why he'd be more relevant going forward down the road. He could bring in so many more fans than L.A. Knight. This guy's got a following.
2: The question was, who has the best potential? How can you say it's going to be Logan Paul
0: when you don't see him each and every week? How do you know what he's going to do? So potential in my mind means they can get to the tippy top, right? Who can get higher in WWE? Who has the capability to become WWE champion? Is that Logan Paul or is that LA Knight?
1: From a business point of view, Logan Paul can bring... So many more fans into wrestling, WWE, that weren't there before because he's going to drag them from his other avenues where he's popular, where L.A. Knight is popular in wrestling, but that's it. So if I'm the owner of Endeavor or I'm involved in decision-making, I want to get a guy like Logan Paul involved because he's going to make my fan base bigger. Even though he's
2: not there each and every week?
1: Right now, but who knows down the road
2: what he's going to be or what he's going to He's do. always going to be a part-time. I don't see him ever being a full-time wrestler. Just because of the schedule he has. He has a podcast that he does every day. All right, he's still in the boxing world, it seems like. He said he was giving it up, but I don't see it because he makes way too much money with it. He runs Prime, which is his uh, energy drink. So I just don't think he would ever have the time to be a
0: full-time wrestler.
2: Now, if he was a full-time wrestler, I think this is a different conversation.
0: All right. Well, you've heard from the dog. You've heard from the father. Let us know what you think. I mentioned all of our social tags before. Go ahead. Reach out at us there. And at the end of the day, we're debating a very subjective field. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion and nobody really knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it's all subjective, but Tony's wrong. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, who's the loser? You.
1: The Mark. How many times did we have the bowl of Mayhem picked? Once. And who was the loser?
0: Nathan. Thank you. <laughs> so.
1: Who's your losing fancy fantasy this week? You are. I thank you. What's your record? 1-11? Thank you. I'm proud of it. Thank you. We're
0: going to take one more quick break, and then we will be back to close out the show. Tony's wrong. <laughs> hey, everyone. Today's episode is sponsored by nothing. We don't have any sponsors. These were all just fake ads so if you'd like to give me some money and have us sponsor you we can do that reach out to us at it's real to us you can find us on x instagram tiktok and youtube we won't sponsor anybody but our standards aren't that high so think about it as we close out the show okay we are back and we are closing up the show just a couple things to talk about before we send you lovely people on your merry way so CM Punk was announced for Raw next week but he was also announced for Smackdown this week and it is there where we will decide where he will be hanging his hat will he be a member of Raw or will he be a member of Smackdown I personally hope Adam Pierce is groveling at his feet saying the executives are gonna kill me I don't know what I'm gonna do please CM Punk I will do whatever you want just sign with Raw so what do you guys see happening
2: Uh, I see him signing with Raw. SmackDown just got the Viper, Randy Orton. So it only makes sense for Raw to get CM Punk. Adam Pearce can't go all in two.
0: If that is the case, if he does go to Raw, Tony, are you going to admit that you were wrong and CM Punk and Seth Rollins are willing to work together? And maybe that's the feud we see going into WrestleMania? Let's see what happens. I still think I'm right. But if they do work together
1: and they're going to have some kind of relation, or they're going to talk, I'll, I'll admit I'm wrong. But right now, I'm not wrong.
0: <laughs> but you see a world in which you are wrong. No. It's
1: possible, but it probably won't happen.
0: Denial! <laughs> You're not as wrong as Nathan, right? No, Nathan's the most wrongest person oh
1: I've ever met God. in my fucking life. You know life. what, Tony? <laughs> I thought we had a
2: friendship here. you just been ripping me apart today. He's the most wrongest
1: person I've ever met in my life. Wrongest
0: person i ever met. Is that English, my friend? Wrongest person, yeah. <laughs> That's not English. <laughs> All right, okay. Everyone, our next show is going to come out, I think, on Monday. There, we're going to briefly talk about SmackDown, but the big takeaway from our next show is that we will be live and in attendance for NXT Deadline this Saturday. We're going to give a fastest recap. We're going to talk about everything, all of the encounters we have with people when we go into the show. I'm super excited for it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun, fun event. We got a steel cage match, I heard. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited to see the show. I can't remember the last wrestling event I went to, so definitely looking forward to that, just getting out there, having a couple drinks and watching some wrestling. So as a reminder, I know I said it a bunch already, but you can find on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok at It's Real To Us. All right, we're closing the show up. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? I like pancakes. That's what I like to add. Yeah, you like dry pancakes. No, I never said that. I like regular pancakes. Who did you compare to the dry pancake? The new day. Yeah, you uh, like the new day. It's the dry pancake boy over there. I love the new day. Go choke on a pancake. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate it. Make sure you catch us on Monday for our next episode of It's Real To Us. Thanks again, everybody, and bye bye.